Welcome to Chaotic Harmony. My name is John. This is Crystal. We talk about the joys and the challenges of teaching music in the elementary school classroom. We share struggles, we brainstorm solutions, and we would love to have you join us. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you. Ba-ba-da. Oh, oh that, was, that, was, that was a loud one. My biggie, y'all. Uh, it's been a hot second. I know. So I, I, I'm not and used to like back. the volumes. So yeah, we're back. Hey, yes. Yeah. We've been experimenting with some ideas as far as how we record. So some we of them were terrible ideas. Some of them also got deleted. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. But we're we're learning. We're exploring. We're experimenting. You know? Thanks for tuning in. Yes. Thanks for working with us. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy yes. 2024. Happy 2024. 2024. We just had our first day back. Yes. From break. Mm-hmm. I had to text Jonathan yesterday to see if I was supposed to show up for school. <laughs> Our calendar year is strange It's this really year. strange. We have a random like Friday that's off. That's mm-hmm. not a holiday, but it's off. Uh-huh. And so we have to like, second guess ourselves. Like, is it, are we actually supposed to be We're in recording school? this on a Tuesday. Yes, in the year of so- Lord, 2024, 019? <laughs> yeah, I Something. think so. Something. And so yesterday I was really confused. My kids had to go to school. And so I'm getting them up and out the door. And I was like, hey, Jonathan, am I supposed to go to work today? <laughs> And I was still in bed. Like, I was like, <laughs> it's been a hard transition game back in, uh-huh. to be quite frank. Yeah. So, but maybe should we start there? Or sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the holiday season. Maybe we'll go yeah. back. Holiday season was very interesting. Um. Mm-hmm. I had my brother over, and his family. Him. Mm-hmm. Um. He has a two-year-old, well, near two-year-old. He'll be two next month, and it's like they live far away. They live far away. They live yeah. across the pond. Yeah, so mm-hmm. across the continent and then across the pond. So mm-hmm. you can do the maths. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's interesting. Kind of like, so he's almost two, this kid, and he's pretty awesome. He's an mm-hmm. awesome he's an awesome nephew, but like he's two years old. So like all my attention was on him mm-hmm. when um, the parents were, when my brother and his wife were like, you know, taking care of this stuff. Like mm-hmm. either my dad would jump in or I would jump in. And it really just, co- like it kind of just solidified this notion that, Parenting is hard. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> yes, I'm sure you have lived through. But also, yeah. I, I really don't like platitudes or these common phrases. But there's tr- the truth behind it. it takes a it takes a village. Yeah, oh, yeah. To raise a kid. Hundred percent. Sometimes I wondered if our mothers' helpers and babysitters were around to make sure the children behaved, or I behaved. <laughs> Wait, wait, your mother's to help something. me keep yeah like the the extra hands I had oh, around the house oh, okay. you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sometimes like yeah you lose it. Yeah, parenting and, is just constantly exhausting. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, and then it also recontextualizes like also the kids we teach. Mm-hmm. Like it, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people have said the education system was meant to have one person staying at home, which I don't know. But there's but there's truth also behind that. Like mm-hmm. there's there's truth behind like it. It just takes a lot of people to help out a kid, and so it's, yeah, I don't know. Having my nephew there was like, huh. Kids, uh-huh. <laughs> kids are interesting. I've worked. I, I, I mentioned this in my church. Like you know, I've worked with kids. You know, I've worked with five hundred kids at once. Mm-hmm. But to have my nephew there is just so different. It makes me yep. think differently about the kids I teach, and also about my winter break, which went by quick. Yeah, because all like, their schedule is my schedule. So I'm yeah. actually I'm currently living with my parents and my brother and his family. When they visited, they lived the parents. So it was like a really big house, a really, yeah, full, really house. full house. So yeah, it, so it was when once they left, it's like oh, I have five days left until I start teaching, and also I have to take care of other things as well, like because we're flying over there, um, and so like 
uh, it's been a rough transition back into today, which yeah. was even a teaching day, but still. Yeah. 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 No, that, that alarm went off and it was brutal. 545. I was like, Oh man, <laughs> back already. So, but yeah. I, uh, at the same time I'm ready. Okay. Um, I feel like I spent the first week of uh, winter break sleeping. Yeah. I was yes. exhausted. Yes. yes. Yeah, and probably would have hit burnout if we hadn't had a nice long break. So. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I'm someone who, yeah. like, I usually don't like taking naps because it affects my sleep schedule. When it's on break, you know, you can do that. Right. But it was just a showcase how much I need, like, eat, I, like I was so tired often. I had napped yeah. so much. Yeah. And I think, yeah, we our, my body definitely needed that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the first couple of days, I get For you. sure. Yeah. And then we had a lot of people around. Mm-hmm. I think Santa filled 15 stockings at this house this year. So Congratulations. Can we give a round of applause to Santa? Let's give it a round. <laughs> good job, Santa. <laughs> it was pretty great. I think Santa, Santa, you know, Santa cares for us, but mm-hmm. who cares about Santa? Mrs. Claus. She takes care of him, I'm sure. It's big care. Okay, hang on. We gotta we gotta, we gotta pause because my dog. <laughs> <laughs> She's very vocal. Indeed. <laughs> you know, but she doesn't bark much. Shout out to Lil Beth. Lil Bet. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay, she's very offended. We can uh, uh, maybe the people in Podland can give a big shout out to huh. Lil right. Let's see if maybe she'll do this in my lap. Mm-hmm. Would Lil like to say something to the Podland? <laughs> To the pod folk. The pod folk. All right, Lily, you can be here, but you have to sit. Okay. <laughs> now that I have a lap dog. Um, yeah, it was. So we ha- the Pridmores had a really good uh, winter break, too. We saw a lot of friends cool. and a lot of family. Cool. And so it was simultaneously, like, exhausting and restful, depending on what day we were talking about, I suppose. Um, I think one of my favorite days was Christmas Eve. My family came over and they rented one of those cheap beach cottages near PB. You know, it's like it's a hotel called the Beach Cottages and it's right on PB and it seriously feels like summer camp. Um, It's really fun. Like Hmm. all of the all of the little units open right out to the beach and there's barbecues and ping pong. And so we played a lot out in the courtyard and walked along the seawall and sang um, Christmas carols with the ukuleles. And uh, there were a bunch of people who set up Christmas trees on the beach. It was very cute. Um, there's a song by Switchwood called uh, A California Christmas, which is kind of like... Is like, that the vibe? It, it's the vibe, yeah. yeah. Santa Claus is in struck, stuck in traffic on the vibe. You know, that kind of, <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's for sure the vibe. <laughs> yeah. It's a good lot of just, yeah. Yeah. But, but how, how are you outside during the winter? Like, how does that work? Like, it's wintertime. Like, how, aren't you just, like, freezing the snow? Like, like how yeah, does No, that? we're definitely not. But we might get washed away with the waves. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. How yeah. was that? Well, uh, well I guess it was more OB than what all the news was, but still. It's true, but I don't Ocean, know. By if... the way, OB, Ocean Beach, PB, Pacific Beach. Yes. Come, we'll show you around. We will. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been interesting with the crazy waves out here in California, you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everybody else might be having snow, but we're getting hit by, like, 12 foot freaking waves mm-hmm. trying to wash out our peers so yeah, yeah. one pier is rest in peace at the moment right i think so the pier is like yeah it's closed closed for <sighs> business yeah yep okay anyway well let's backtrack so you seem like it was busy uh christmas season it was how, how was the busyness before the christmas oh my season? <laughs> goodness i don't know why i scheduled three showcases the week before break wait, 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 but what, somehow three? i got through yeah so okay expound 
What do you mean? Three showcases. So, okay, so the way I do showcases, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's during my normal VAPA time. I don't mm-hmm. do after-school performances. It just mm-hmm. hasn't worked at my school for a lot of different reasons. One of the reasons is that we were finding it was difficult to get the kids to all come back reliably That's fair. in the evenings. Mm-hmm. Um, transportation is an issue for quite a few of our families. Yeah. And with work schedules, it was just I, I just couldn't count on the kids being there um, through no fault of their own. Mm -hmm. So uh, we found that it was better for everybody if just during their normal VAPA time in the morning, immediately after the first bell, so that if if parents wanted to, they could just stay a little bit past drop off and then they'd only have to take like an hour off of work instead of multiple hours. Um, It just seems to work well. Uh, So they stay, they go straight to the auditorium. My kids give like a 20 to 30 minute presentation. Um, We show off the art, we do a big community folk dance and then we're done. Um, And it went really well. It was adorable. Uh, So I did fifth grade, first grade and third grade. Yes, uh, did all of their showcases for that last week of school, and it was it was great. Okay, very cool. They were adorable. What made you choose those grades? Just curious. It's just how the calendar landed. Honestly, oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Um, we sit down in May and we try to plot down um, our our year in advance. We try to get everybody's performances done before winter break. And I try to center it around a holiday because everybody wants their kid dressed up on stage sure. in some sort yeah. of costume. Yeah. So we did a couple around um, Halloween so that they could wear oh, their okay. Christmas costumes, a couple of the grade levels. Uh, we did a couple around Thanksgiving. Um, and then uh, we did, um, and the, and that one ended up being more like patriotic Thanksgiving kind of stuff. Okay, gotcha, um, gotcha. Yeah, and then we did our, our holiday one. We've got one performance at um, Valentine's Day. Hmm. So that'll be very sweet. And do you have anything like? So you're trying to co- correlate with like holiday themed. Yeah. Uh, Just because that's what our parents really like. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, like, do, do you like make the MP, your NPR auditorium like a certain kind of color or such? Or um, I have a parent volunteer. Oh, that's awesome. I know. Yeah. I'm really lucky that I have that. I know not everybody does. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And so she's magic. <laughs> She after, makes it happen. <laughs> after Valentine's Day, do you have another holiday in themed? Or? No, I'm done with performances until okay, graduation after gotcha, that. Gotcha. So, yeah, cute promotion. Fo- promotion. Yes. When did that happen? I don't know. When did it happen? I, I mean, I graduated, but like, I, was it like, and the promotion just feels so corporate. Oh. <laughs> it just feels like, oh, congratulations. Thought, you get a raise. Literally. You get more homework. That <laughs> <laughs> never occurred to me, but it's, that's really funny. It's just awkward. Awesome. But um, anyways, yeah, Q4 is hard. Mm-hmm. Q4 is very hard. So It is. But um, but also maybe we'll see you in the VAPA showcase. Yeah, I sent in my little form today. Okay, so um, cool. quarters three and four for me are all about my Orpha ensemble. I okay, really give awesome, them my full awesome. attention then. So hmm. yeah, cool. yeah. It my kids brought down the house. It was great. Dope. They're yeah. so cute in their little Christmas sweaters. <laughs> Just cracks me up. Yeah, we we so we did. Um, a holiday performance. Uh, we typically do a winter and then uh-huh. a spring music concert. Okay. And so the win- and it's um, we had our choirs perform. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have lower grade choir and upper upper grade choir um, concert band that's during school hours. Um, and thankfully this year we so this year we have a student that transferred into my school and his father is the former Ranch Del Rey band director and oh, so nice. he has been helping me out which you is a like, competent volunteer a very i mean i have been like utterly i'm partially grateful partially embarrassed also <laughs> but like he's helping help me out with my band uh my my new band kids while i'm working with the, my, my returning band kids that's awesome and like i'm listening to them outside it's like, oh shoot there are 
they've already learned skill to read five while i'm like <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome he, he he is a veteran for sure he is a veteran and yeah. he's like it's i'm really grateful to have him on my team um for one year mind you but just still um, yeah but it's just been also we recently formed a new ukulele group mm-hmm. and maybe i'll mention this in another podcast but like it really is the helpers that make this program work because mm-hmm. the ukulele group like, i've always wanted to expand do more i'm always trying to find ways how can i get my students to do like how can i offer more things to my students and like my capacity is limited yeah um, it is it's yeah i'll expound on another episode but <laughs> my, my capacity is limited but thankfully uh we had a former uh, teacher who took um who's like uh, she retired like what five years ago i don't know because covid is a mobius strip that no one knows how it exists <laughs> but like um it's a good way to put it yep she retired and she like she said hey we would love to me and my husband would love to help out and so they formed an ukulele club and so they finished off the holiday concert with Feliz Navidad on the Ooks. Oh, and that's like, so cool. And like, it was, I love it. It was great. And then also it was nice to have, like, since enough people knew it, if you wanted to sing along, we had the yep. audience sing along. Yep. Like, dope. So, yeah, yep. it, it was it was a lot. Um, this is the biggest. Also soloists who want to do their own piece. Mm-hmm. I've always give them opportunity. Hey, if you want to learn, if you want to sing or perform a piece, you're welcome to do that. It's on your own time. But, like, get mm-hmm. it ready. And so, like, it was, it was a... To, again another episode <laughs> but it was, yeah. a big, it, was, it was a big ordeal and there's a lot for me to chew on but um we did an evening concert on the second to last thursday okay. and then a friday concert for the students nice so um um on the and then the week afterwards that we just have a you know, little party for yeah you know hey yeah. you did it we did it guys yeah, you were smart about it uh i it, apparently just wanted to work really hard until the very last day of school <laughs> Well, one thing that really, I, I mean, I've, these this kind of thing has been happening since I was first at Casilla. So they've mm-hmm. kind of like, I've kind of figured out what works with my, uh, my community, what doesn't. Yeah, for sure. Similar to how you figure out what works with your community. But yeah. like one of the things is also like, if it wasn't for my VAPA team, like they were the ones that helped me out. And so yeah. like, they happened to be the week before yes. I was there. Yes, yes. Yeah. You can't you can't be a one person show for this kind of stuff no yeah and so right yeah i mean <laughs> you're not gonna put 200 people on a stage by yourself it's just not gonna happen it's, no no yep um, i attempted and failed miserably at that years ago yep yeah <laughs> i had to sploot right on my face <laughs> in order to figure that out yeah I'm, yeah i'm again i'm thankful for my lap, lap team um especially since one of them has been undergoing some health concerns so like i can she still helped out all the way to, uh, through it's like Aww. yeah but, um, that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's really the community. Similar to my similar to my nephew, it, it, it takes. Yeah, I don't like. We're I, not meant to do stuff alone. We cannot do th- great things alone. We cannot do great things alone. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Write it down. Make a T-shirt. I mm-hmm. like that. Yep, it's so true. Yeah, it is so true. I had something I was gonna say. What was I gonna say? I can't remember. It's about chickens. It's not about chickens or uh. nuggets. Dang it. It must not have been that important. Or, I mean, we're just getting older. <clears throat> yeah. We're just getting older and there's that more too. things that are just saturating our brains. I have back to school brain too. It's not, yeah. Yeah. it's not helpful. Okay. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's how things wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Yeah. Do you do the thing where you pick a word for the year ever and you have like a vision for w- which direction you want to grow? 
Uh, not so much a word. So okay. my our staff meetings today, which, um, our principal talked about like what is the idea, what's the goal you want to like because you know, first off we reflected on the word we had for the, the year and back in Q one, mm-hmm. and I have no clue what it was. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> I lost that paper. Uh-huh. Um, I, I feel like it was intentionality. Probably that's a very Jonathan Seligman word. That's but a good word. I, I think for me, it's both. Uh, I don't want to coalesce into one word, so it's kind of like. I forgot what I wrote down, but it was community based. Okay. And also it was refinement. And so mm. just again, the element that, as we mentioned, we can't do great things alone. And I think the winter music concert really showcased that. And right now we're getting ready for a variety show. Yeah. And even though it's not a performing group, it still is a lot of stuff. A lot mm-hmm. of like, we're doing our audi- auditions tomorrow morning and tomorrow, not tomorrow morning, tomorrow after school. Okay. Like the first day we get back, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. And it, 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 Ready, it, set, it, go. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so like, we can't do this alone. How can I make sure that I get off my pride horse uh-huh. <laughs> or get off my introvert horse? Yeah. And I don't know why they're horses, but they're horses. And just like, how can I reach out to people to help us out to do yeah. this stuff? So um, yeah. also, how can I reach out to make sure that the rest of my school community, my students, how can they also have a voice as well to mm-hmm. play a role in this? So that, that, that was kind of what I wrote down today during our staff meeting. Mm-hmm. How about you? I like it. It's funny. Mine's kind of similar. Okay. Uh, my word is curate. Curate. Okay. Mm-hmm. Expound. Well, I've always loved the idea of um, curating, uh, you know, your library collection at home mm. or the art that you put on your walls. I started thinking about it years ago when I was thinking about showcasing my photography, you know, to future clients. It's mm-hmm. like, what do I want them to see first? And and I think about that when I um, am putting, you know, student work on the walls. I really want to display the best of the best. And I've been thinking a lot about how the last few years have just been so packed in a lot of ways. I feel like there's just been a lot of extra junk kind of thrown into life. Okay. Um, and it's a lot of extra stress and it's extra mental energy. And I'm, I've been tired a lot yeah. and my health has suffered. Mm. And so I just want to kind of go through and get rid of stuff that's not serving me. Mm, okay. Um, okay. Yeah. It doesn't make me feel good. So yeah, I'm curating my life right now. Okay, so yeah. have you decided yet what what what, um, what fat needs to be trimmed or whatever the colloquialism mm. you want to use? Not entirely, no. But I'm trying to focus more on on doing the things that really feed me instead. Okay, okay. yeah. So less of I guess less about um, the purging process and more about the focus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, really honing in on what what brings joy. So what brings joy? What brings joy to Crystal Pridmore in 2024? Right. Um, connection. Connection. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. connection, uh, making space to be creative Okay. as a teacher, as a friend, mm. as um, as a member in my community. You know, we all have our own unique things that we give. And how do I get to be creative in that giving capacity? Because nothing makes you feel better than giving of your own unique gifts, you Definitely. know? yeah. Yeah. I feel like as teachers, we, or at least as art teachers, we try to have our students in that uh, mode. but. Mm-hmm question is do we give ourselves that space to also be creative and offer the gifts that we do not just to our students but also to our our community right 100 yeah. mm-hmm. percent. we did a really sweet activity okay. um that our new principal uh came up with it was it was really sweet uh she had paper plates that she turned into necklaces and we all had to wear them oh. around our necks and on our backs and then she played some nice positive music while we all wrote affirmations for each other cool on each other's backs and i was expecting it 
honestly, to not be that deep. Um, but when I got back to my room and I read my plate, mm. I got a little teary. It was very sweet. What are some affirmations that you received? <clears throat> oh, goodness. Um, things like uh, your voice is really soothing. Um, you uh, you always make me feel better after I talk to you. You know, things like that. Yeah. It's just like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> they really thought about that. Um, yeah. I'm happy about that. That's yeah. awesome. It was really, really good. Community. Yes. Is, community is so important. It's the purpose behind everything. It's why we wake up and go to our jobs, you know, or at least why I do. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I keep showing up, even though this job is stinking hard sometimes. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, But yeah, yeah, I I, I forget who I was talking to, but um, it was someone who was just like, who burnt out. I think it was, it was, and uh, I don't know if it was education. It's sorry. This is before break. So it was a long time ago. Okay. Yeah. The galaxy far, far away. But like Uh it was, you've lived a thousand lives. (laughs) (laughs) My knees say it, Um, Uh but it was there. But one of the things that's what it was. Yes. It was, um, it was a friend of a friend and they were aiming to be a teacher. And there was just a lot of things that just made them kind of icky about it. Um, And, they were aiming for to be a high school teacher. By the okay. okay. Uh, so different field entirely. But one of the things I noticed was that she just didn't have a community. Mm. And non-negotiable. And it's hard when you're a new teacher. And I, I can't speak for the high school space at all. <clears throat> I can't speak for the. And also, I don't remember what um, field she was pursuing. It wasn't the arts. It was either English or math. But like, okay. it was just different. And, and I there felt, can be weird competition. There can. In yes. teaching staffs. Yeah. I feel really fortunate to be where I am. I, I had uh, someone who mentioned that, like, when <laughs> they, they really appreciate when the elementary crew comes around because uh-huh. they're, they're always like so positive. Um, eh. And sometimes, they, yeah, exactly. It depends. <laughs> depends. Depends. Mm-hmm. But like, I, sometimes, and also it depends. Sometimes it feels like a saccharine kind of uh, uh, yeah, exactly. uh, happiness. Yeah. But I would say the competitiveness. Yeah, it, it, it does exist a lot in the secondary spaces. Um, it exists everywhere, let's be real. But like, it, it, it seemed like that was the case mm-hmm. for my friend of my friend. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it was just it was disheartening because she's someone who really wants to reform. She, like, why has education got to be this way? And yeah. like, I hope that she finds what she's looking for. But it was... Yeah, it's like, I noticed, mm, you didn't have that community. Because I know, I know, I know, like my first couple of years teaching, if it wasn't for us uh-huh. like the the vapa team that was around us also yeah. really my my school team as well they were they are they still are an amazing group of people yeah um i, I don't know if i would have survived you have to have your teacher besties yeah you have yeah. to have like a soil that's willing to accept you you know yeah it's true and or true. to look for other to go with this soil seed analogy <laughs> Look for the other grass seedlings to, just, <laughs> to grow together with. <laughs> You're really just digging into this garden analogy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Got to toil that or till that. <laughs> I tried. You I tried. did. You tried so hard. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. Have, I feel like there's two things you need. You need. Um. You need community and you mm-hmm. need agency. Yeah. I think that um, teaching gets really frustrated or frustrating when you're missing one of those two elements. I've also been spending a lot of time reading responses from that Teaching with Orf survey mm. that I mentioned yeah. back in November. It's really interesting going through and reading why people do their job and what they find um, brings them life and what uh, makes them think about leaving. And those those are the themes that are coming mm. up. 
community and agency. Can you so, teach to your strengths? When you say, okay, teaching your strengths. Yeah, do you have the freedom to teach to in the way that you feel showcases your own strengths? Without breaking, of course, um, you know, privacy and such. Are you, are you seeing p- uh, people respond that regarding like um, where their admin are asking them to do something that just isn't who they are kind of thing? Yeah, sometimes it's that. Sometimes mm. they're forced to teach um, particular songs in a particular place mm. that they don't um, have any sort of connection with or they don't feel is appropriate for their kids for whatever reason. Um, or, you know, ha- that you have to teach out of this book because this is what we have. Or you have to do things this way because this is how they've always been done. Um, and when you have to teach a scripted lesson or you have to teach a particular thing that doesn't resonate with you, that kind of makes your teacher spirit shrivel up Hmm. or it can. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's been interesting, interesting to read through that. And so how am I being authentic to myself this year in my classroom and with my students? Cause they deserve that. They deserve the energy that comes behind that. Hmm. Hmm. Chewing. Chewing. I know. <laughs> it's a lot to unpack. Yeah. I know. My my brain has been so full of all of this stuff. It's all rolling around in there. What do you intend to do with it? I'm curious. I don't know yet. Um, well, And also, uh, how many people like more or less? Uh, 127, okay. I think, it's, it's was, our, was our total. Yeah, it's a pretty good sample. Yeah. Um, well, what we're using it for at Teaching with Orph is figuring out what we're going to offer next. Mm, um, okay. Where, okay. where are the needs? Where do people need the most support? And how are we going to come give that support to them. But I'm, uh, I'm thinking about turning it into a series of some sort, series of workshops, a book. I don't know. I'm kind of letting it, letting it grow. I'm yeah. not trying to push it too hard. You're trying to place a seed in soil and <laughs> yeah, water. Very good. You brought it back around. For, good know, job, Jonathan. <laughs> rocking it. Or maybe I'm tilling it. Killing it. <laughs> tilling it. Uh, ah. Yeah. Anyway, and also the other thing that I really want to get from my students out of this quarter is I really want them to have something that they can point to and say, I made that by the time we're done. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like that's not always the case. You know, we learn a lot together. We have a lot of fun. But is there a thing that we can do that we can show for it? So I'm trying to be better about the. It's not all about the end product. But, but it's, you kind of need the end product. I mean, you know, I I I, I, I agree. Like, there's something mm-hmm. that there's something to be said about they can point to something. Yeah. And like, for example, art like in visual art classes, they draw, they paint, they like right. they can po- show it to their parents yes. or not show it to their parents. You know, right? <laughs> they could show it to their trash can. It's like, no, I don't want to see this. You know, <laughs> but like, but they have something that if they wanted to, they can point at. And I've always, I, I forget who it was. I mentioned this in previous podcasts. Uh, this fifth element of the ORF approach. Uh, like create yeah or what was it no showcase was is a really mm. important portion because it's a part of the process it is a part yeah, yeah. I, I i i i think it's important that we have we give you're right there's openness. not a presenter a showcase step yeah in like, the process like i think creating probably like insinuates or it kind of implies that but it's sure. not impl- it's not implicit it's not explicit it's not explicit the, explicit thank you and so the showcasing your and that, i think that's why i love performances which we'll get into another episode later but <laughs> um but i think it's also important to have kids have agency to showcase their stuff because mm-hmm. you know the stuff that we have our kids perform mm-hmm. or they choose to perform may be great but they could also they also have some pretty cool stuff i mean c- cool ideas as well through their um through the art they create as well yeah absolutely 
Yeah, so finding that balance between mm-hmm. letting the kids take take the process where they're going to take it mm-hmm. and coming up with something beautiful at the end. It's 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 tricky yeah, and yeah. it's controversial. Uh, there's this whole movement that my art teacher is always talking about where it seems like the art community, and I forget what it's called. It has yeah. a name, but the art teaching community is a little split right now between mm, you're going to study this project and make something exactly step by step by step this way, and here's supplies, make a thing, um, and here's, here's what you're going to try to make. But I've had a number of art teachers teach my kids at this point, and um, the way my art teacher you know, taught them was here are the colors, here's the original, these are the basic shapes we're going for, here's some basic shading advice. Now make something similar to this using these principles. So it was still very much theirs. Like I have a, a beautiful first grade um, approximation of Van Gogh's sunflowers framed in, in my hallway with mm-hmm. pastels. And they learned about color theory and they learned about shading and it was lovely. And then we changed to another school in another area with different teachers. And it was, um, you know, the principles are like uh, pick bold colors and make a thing uh, that sh- that talks about a memory that's important to you. And it was, it was kind of a disaster. I'm not putting it in a frame, you know? Mm. So when I get to, <laughs> and there's space for that. Yes. There, there's definitely space for, for the mess and for, for learning, but also, when I put something on a stage or I record something that my students have done, does it mean something not just to them, but also to the listeners? Because that's important too, right? Yeah. What do you think yeah. about that? I've been I, rolling around I, in all I, different directions with this. If I'm understanding correctly. Yes. I'm it seems like through a, I don't want to be reductive, but through a, uh, reduce away my friend through a, um, imitative pathway uh-huh. you can, hello little bit <laughs> i know my dog <laughs> uh through a through a imitative pathway you can uh-huh. create art that people can appreciate mm-hmm. through a creative pathway you roll the dice yeah there you go and the thing is i i think but i think you can do both i think you can and i think yeah. the, the issue is imitative as we see through the or process imitative gives students the vocabulary for when they do create yeah. To find where those boundary lines are. I think the issue and the hardest, and this places the onus on the teacher to create good guidelines. And that's really yes. hard. That's yes. extremely hard to do. And there the it thing is. is also the guidelines are going to be just like the creative process for the students. You're going to mess up. Uh huh. You're going to have swaths of classes that do not get it. Yeah. Just oh, like yeah. sw- the cr- I have two fifth grade classes. One, I could just basically leave them alone for an hour mm-hmm. and they would come out with something amazing. Right. The other one, mm-mm, scheduled every single minute. <laughs> so right now, um, we last quarter, we were, I think I mentioned this in the last episode. Mm-hmm. We were using BandLab to create some music. Okay. And we had a showcase. Um, there were a lot of technological issues. Oh, no. Cloud-based saving is hard. Yeah. Especially yeah. in a public school Wi-Fi kind uh-huh. of situation. But like it was, <laughs> it was interesting to listen to all this stuff. And like it, we, there, like, I, even in my own criteria, my rubric was not s- strong until probably the third or fourth class. Yeah, you got to figure out all the ways they're going to yeah. mess it up. <laughs> well, not just that, but also the ways to showcase and have conversations about it. Uh, yeah. And okay, understood. This is during you know performance week. That's what I meant by yeah. It. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> just okay for clarification. No, I got but, it. But but for like um. 
I was putting it in a snotty way. But yeah, all the ways that they're going to misinterpret it. Like, and, we have to enhance teacher clarity. But also this is during concert week, which yes. is, yeah. I mean, again, I, as a teacher, it's on me to mm-hmm. make sure that even though it is concert week, to have it prepared earlier enough so that I can have a good assessment time with the students. Mm-hmm. So we were talking and we're listening. And we're like, There's a lot of like... It was kind of messy for a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. A lot of the kids didn't meet the um, the expectation. Okay. Um, and there were a lot, again, a lot of technological problems where students couldn't save it or there were some issues saving. But it was, I don't want this just because maybe only 10% did it quote unquote correct. Mm-hmm. The first off, there was some interesting stuff in the last. There was some interesting, like some people, like, yeah, that's cool. And like we talked about like, Instead of it correctness and not correctness, like what's the vibe? What's uh-huh. the what's the aesthetic that's being gone for? And then afterwards, like as I'm processing, okay, how can I as the teacher create thicker guidelines mm-hmm. so that they can still bounce around, they can still create when they, but like just so that it's not so like they don't know what they're supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a weird balance. But it is a weird balance. But back to what you're saying is like earlier about us as the teachers doing creative stuff. Like this lesson planning is a creative process. It is well. a creative process, and it requires such an extraordinary amount of expertise. Yes, we not only have to be experts in our in our content area, we have to be experts in how the kids are going to learn it. Mm-hmm. And there's so many different learning styles. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm stating the obvious, but that's why. That's why we have to take that extra step, I think, as music teachers, to not only continue to master our own music, our own musical ability, mm-hmm. um, but then figure out how to communicate that and how help somebody else grow. It's tricky. And I think it'd be easier if we just sang songs and mm-hmm. performed music and refine our, our skill. And there's definitely a place and there's a needed place for that. Yeah. I mean, that's space. traditional band right there. It is traditional. Yeah. yeah. On, it's traditional ensembles. So yeah. They play the written notes. And right. Ref- Here's the music. Play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I learned through that. And totally. I, and I loved it. But going back to my, the last episode, was it the last episode I talked about Russell and Nadal's uh, yeah. Yeah. session on project-based learning? Mm-hmm. I, the things that you remember. Yeah. The things that I remember are the teachers that gave me the agency to create. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually talking to my high school friend. We went on a hike. We were just chatting about, like, you know, what, what, uh, what are some teachers that you remember? Like, mm-hmm. that, like, I, as an adult looking back, like, who surprised you? Oh, you know what? Actually, that was pretty good. And there was an eighth grade teacher. Everyone gave her trash because she was an old teacher. And mm-hmm. then, like, I don't know. I don't know why. Like, she was strict also. But mm-hmm. I remember she gave every, like, every other project was, Hear the guidelines, create. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember back when we were learning about the Civil War, like she had us write. Did I say this last episode? Anyways, I'll say it again. Say it again. Listeners. She had us write eight letters um, based off of, as we had to be, we had to imagine we were soldiers mm-hmm. and we had to write eight letters to someone mm-hmm. and just trying to, and we had to kind of step in the shoes of those people. So that she's also teaching then. empathy. She, well, she was, yes. Yeah. And I decided to be uh, the one who tried to do something different. Uh-huh. And so I, I said, I talked to my friend Darren, say, hey, how about you are on the South, I'm in the North, we're brothers. Oh, <laughs> we write letters gosh, that's to each so other. angsty. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 but like, I, I, yeah, we could I have read it. the textbook. We could have done our document-based questions, DBQs, FRQs, all that good mm-hmm. stuff. But she gave us 
openness. And I remember all of those projects we did. That was just one project. I remember all those projects. And I know if we give our students the agency to create with good guidelines, (laughs) which is going to be hard. Yeah, and isn't that the sticking point right there? Mm Like oh, this is good. This is this is a topic for another day. We're going to put a pin in this for okay. sure. But how do you create lessons that have, you know, the proper guidelines so that your students will make something worth sharing? Mm. I've been also chewing on the idea of maybe go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, ooh, ooh. Uh, I was listening to an episode of uh, conversations with Pastor Patrick Armstrong. He was talking to a chaplain. Um, uh oh, I better get his name right because I actually follow this guy more than Patrick. Um, uh, so, Jin Park, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was talking about the learning, st- the way people tell stories. Um, in the East, people share stories kind of like, you know, Aesop's Fables or Jesus' Parables, where it's a story and at the end, it kind of leaves you. In- it kind of leaves an interpretation to the listener, but even though that Aesop and Jesus and whoever shared in this kind of style had an idea, it doesn't say, this is my thesis. Uh-huh. It is very much a story with a point at the end. Versus in the West, we talk about thesis, mm-hmm. supporting points. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, boom. I hope in conclusion. Like, there's a very formulaic, and he's talking about that both are important, but it made me think about the ORF style of teaching, where it's also kind of you're climbing the mountain, not sure where you're going until you reach the top and you see it at the very end, versus mm-hmm. the more systematic. Right. Um, what is your learning intention? And both are important, but like, as you were saying that, I was like, I think there's a, I, I've been thinking about this, chewing on this, like, how do we parse this and how do we like find a, not necessarily a good balance, but how do we mix the two colors together? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. That's a good one. And that's a topic for another day. Yes. I like it. Cool. If you have topics for another day, we want to hear about it. Mm-hmm. We are looking for ideas for upcoming episodes. So what do you want? What do you want to hear about? Mm-hmm. Or what do you want to jump in and add to the conversation? Yeah. Feel free to email us at chaoticharmonclassman at gmail.com and really like share us, share us an idea. We'd love to, talk about it or if you want to jump on in and talk mm-hmm. to us and have a conversation we'd love to hear you share your word mm-hmm. for the year if you've got one or your general idea so this conversation went all over the place but i think that we can safely say 2024 is going to be good yeah it's yeah. Gonna be dope. we're just yeah we're gonna set that intention right now indeed Shall we be back after the break? Let's set that intention. Let's do that. I want to take a quick break and thank my husband, Brian, who's been working behind the scenes producing these episodes every week on all of the platforms and on time. But you need to know that he is first a financial planner for Mission Trails Financial. Mission Trails Financial is a partner that seeks to guide clients in the journey to financial success. They believe that people need a financial advisor that aims to provide strategies for success. Mission Trails Financial helps people navigate investments, tax plans, planning and insurance. Imagine working with an advisor who isn't tied to specific brands. Mission Trails Financial has a fiduciary responsibility to act in the best interests of their clients by providing independent, objective advice. Their mission is to help clients accomplish their financial goals. As Joe Vitale once said, a goal should scare you a little and excite you a lot. Do yourself a favor and set up a time to chat with Mission Trails Financial. Visit www.missiontrailsfinancial.com or call 619-419-0238 to schedule a call. You'll be glad you did. We believe that leaning on professionals is how we get ahead. Check out the program notes for more information. 
So for our spaghetto, I'm going to show you my favorite thing that Santa brought me. But before you see Santa, I have oh. to talk about some turns. Okay. Yeah. By the way, I'm going to England in spring and turning left is going to be weird. It is going to be weird. <laughs> Are you driving in England? I am going to drive in rural England. So Ooh. it's going to be this route. I, we're, I'm trying to make sure I avoid rundeboots. <laughs> rundeboots. Uh, because, oh man. Uh, but yeah, speaking of left turns, uh, thank you all so much for listening. And in order for this to grow more and more to read more emails... Make sure you should leave, leave us a review on mm -hmm. Apple or Spotify. If you leave us a review on Apple, we can all read it and I'll be very happy as every episode. And also, if you uh, want to, it's free to go on YouTube and just hit that like and send us a nice comment. If you just write nice comment, we'll accept that too, whatever the case be. It's true. I dare you. <sighs> I dare you. Double dog dare you. Or just write chicken nugget. Chicken nuggets. If you want to email us chicken nuggets, <laughs> <laughs> you can email us at chaoticcarmaclassm at gmail.com. Also, um, we're, Tell us your we're, favorite dipping sauce. Um, what is your favorite dipping sauce? Ooh, honey mustard. Honey mustard is good. It is good. Mm, mm. I usually just go barbecue or bear. Oh, okay. But yeah. Barbecue or bear. <laughs> <laughs> At first, I pictured B E A R. <laughs> I mean, bear style, I, I don't know what that tastes like, but you know. Um, but yeah, also, if you'd like to send us a buck to toss our way, uh, go to. Uh, patreon.com slash classroom. Um, you can also go up to certain uh, levels to get some cool merch. But yeah. um, if not, thankfully this uh, podcast is open to everyone else. But if you're going to do that, just might as well hit that review. So thank you so much. Um, but we have some now back to the right turn. Yeah. Now can I, now can I show you what I, I got? Think, I think it's time for Santa. Okay. So it's on my lanyard. Have you seen these? What is that? This is the world's smallest violin. Oh my I'm going to use it excessively. I'm so excited about it. It's just a little violin on a keychain that plays that song when you push the button. And so, I mean, I got to make copies and the copier busts on me. Colleague walks in late. Sad comment at the staff <laughs> meeting. Kids whining. I'm so excited about it. So while you're thinking about how no, you might I, use no, it. I have an idea. We'll, oh, I, mean, I, mean, I, okay. might jump, I might jump on something you just mentioned. Okay. So something okay. I like to do, again, it, it, amongst my second year band students, mm -hmm. when they're late, in good fun and care, we like to look at them, late. We all just shout at them. <laughs> I think if we all had a keychain and they arrived late, because, oh my goodness, oh. they sometimes arrive late so many times, um, that would be fun to do. Um, or you could just teach them to do the, the hand signal. While you play it. Mm, okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like the good old fashioned, this is the world's smallest violin. I'm, I'm going to think about something else, though, but that's the first thing that came to mind. That's a good one. Okay. okay I have okay. to tell a story that yes. this happened today. Okay. So we were discussing um, as a staff at mm -hmm. our staff meeting today, um, we were reviewing how our behavior interventions that we came up with this year uh, we're working and we have some frequent flyers who have utilized the extra supports that we offer as you can imagine and so the question was do you think the things that we are doing are actually helping 
Um, and do you think that they're effective or how was it put? It was put like, do you think it's working, mm. <laughs> you know, with the kids who are like on the list for this particular intervention mm-hmm, mm-hmm. every single week? And so I said, well, I think that there's pros and cons. And so I listed all of my pros and, and, the, and my cons. And I kind of ended with, honestly, I don't think that we're going to find any magic bullet that just makes the behaviors go away. And at that exact moment, I lean against the counter <laughs> at this place. <laughs> It was perfect timing. What was the response to that? Oh, they just died. That's awesome. Like, just uproarious <laughs> laughter. <laughs> because I'd already shown off my stupid little keychain. Gotcha, gotcha. I freaking okay. love this thing. Okay. I'm so excited about it. Hmm. So what would you What would you do? Beyond the original stated one. Um, mm-hmm. Besides how I'm going to use and abuse this thing. Hmm. hmm. We were talking about creation earlier. And yeah. I think, like, maybe you might be the teacher who does the dictation Okay. But how would like, you now have notes? You can rearrange the notes. You can also rearrange the rhythm. Mm. You have a set of stuff create with it, kind of thing. Again, I think the parameters need to be refined a bit. But I think taking this, showcasing on the screen or board, whatever, like what the notes are listed, mm-hmm. get in groups, re- rewrite this piece of music. You have four measures, eight measures. And then, you know, Abacut up, you know. Yeah. Oh, you could, you could, you could rondo it up. I was absolutely thinking of having them do movement oh. to it, so that whenever I that? play it, oh, th- that's it. This is the whole thing. So okay, then, it's four bar. Whenever, yeah. whenever I play it, they just go into their movement. <laughs> that's awesome. They're gonna hate me by that's the end awesome. of the year. It's gonna be so great. So okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. What are your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> How would you use the world's smallest violin in your classroom? Mm. Uh, where did you get it? Uh, at Santa. Oh. It was in my stocking. Yeah. Santa needs. I think Santa needs a hug. It, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was in a, a little package that said okay. "World's smallest violin." Okay. Okay. Well, if you ever talk to Santa, I'm curious. To, it also uh, said know something about from. TikTok. So okay. it, I don't know. Maybe it started on TikTok. Does Santa have TikTok? Know. Probably, but I'm a little afraid to look it up. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> Leave a comment. Okay, okay, okay. Cool. All right, we have a round of the week. Mm-hmm. Round of the week. All right, so our round of the week is Belle Mama. Mm-hmm. And we kind of had to do a little bit of a deep dive into yeah, this, didn't yeah. we? We initially found it. It's like, oh, this is cool. And then we started looking at, oh, wait, no one knows where this is from. <laughs> yeah, where is this from and what does it translate as? Yeah. Does it mean beautiful mama, like the Italians, Bella Mama, uh-huh. right? Or does it mean something else? And we found everything from, oh, it's from Australia. Oh, it's Swahili. Yeah. You go from Southern <laughs> Europe to uh yeah northern australia to africa you have a quite a world tour yes Um, so clearly this is the universal song so this is what the internet seems to have landed on i'm gonna read you the little blurb at the top of uh mama lisa's world here so this is from mamalisa.com um from her blog post about it back in 2011 um that it is from cameroon 
uh, which is close to Australia. Yeah, it's straight yeah. above Australia. Yes. So, and this is the quote that she has uh, from a person named Nyango. Bella Mama does mean call mother in my Oroko language and some other languages from the Kumba area in the southwest region of Cameroon. The rhythm, too, is definitely from this region. This sounds like a song I sang as a kid. So, from the Torres Strait. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so also, north it, of it, Australia, it, south of Papua New Guinea. And if you find you know, more concrete information, just let us know. Yeah. yeah we'd, we'd love we'd, to correct ourselves on air. So. We absolutely would. Okay. So I'm going to sing it and then we'll yeah, it's echo, echo it. Yeah. yeah. Echo, do that whole then, thing. Yeah. Did you ever do this one in choir? No, not this one. No. I loved this one. I remember this one. Okay. So this is a fun one. Bella mama, bella mama, yeah. Bella mama, bella mama, yeah. Bella mama, bella mama, bella mama, bella mama, bella mama, bella mama, yeah. And some notated as yay, and some notated as a. I'm going with yay because that's what Mama Lisa Sorry, wrote. Sorry, is it three points or four points? Three. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Just make sure. All right. Echo time? Echo. Bella mama, bella mama, yay. 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 Bella mama, 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 bella mama. I guess it is four, but four is like one. Bella mama, bella mama, yeah. Bella mama, bella mama, yeah. All right, we gonna give it a shot. Let's do it. Okay. Bella mama, bella mama, yeah. Bella mama, bella mama, yeah. Bella mama, 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 yeah. Hey, nice. not bad. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay. It's a cute little warm-up. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. it is nice. And mm, it just mm, keeps mm. going. Yeah, cool. Around and around. Around and around. Around and around it goes. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, Crystal, um, if people want to contact you or mm-hmm. reach out to you, where would be the best place? Just search my name. You can find me at crystalpridmore.com and all the things that are attached to that. Cool, awesome. And you can find me at johnseligman.com or uh, socials at Mr. Seligman, M-R-S-E-L-I-G-M-A-N. You can also find us on the social, socials at ch classroom or email us chaoticcarmenclassroom at gmail.com thank you so much bye bye the chaotic harmony podcast is a joint project between crystal pridmore and jonathan seligman you can find us online at chaoticharmonyclassroom.com you can email us at chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail and let us know what you think give us feedback about what you would like to hear in future episodes we're on all the socials find us on facebook.com slash chaotic harmony classroom you can find us on twitter at ch classroom instagram at chaotic harmony classroom and you can even find our episodes on youtube chaotic harmony is the name of our channel special thanks to brian pridmore for his help with production and equipment www.pridmoria.com Thank you.
Okay, silence oh. on the set. Oh, oh. Sorry. You good, you good. Mom voice.